everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok now, at Justin Bizarro. And you can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at Justin the Food Entrepreneur's. Uh, before we introduce our guest, I just wanted to quick thank everyone for signing up for the Food and Beverage Entrepreneur Summit. That's in Milledgeville, Georgia, June 3rd and 4th. It's free. We have over 400 guests attending so far. We have a very special um, guest speaker who will be the main speaker of the event on June 4th that I'm pretty excited about that we'll be announcing over the next few weeks. So that is very exciting. You can still get tickets online at Eventbrite. They are free. uh, So please go there. Everyone, I'd like to introduce our interviewee today, uh, Rochelle Cooper of Rochelle's Creative Dishes from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing today, Rochelle? So, Rochelle, tell us a little bit about your business and, and how you got to where you are. So my business started, um, actually my business was birthed March the 7th, 2018. Um, It was actually something that I didn't think about. Um, I cooked for a friend and from cooking from that friend that one night, that's how my business was birthed. Now I do have a background. My father was a chef in the military and my family members tell me that, you know, when we were teenagers and my sisters tell me as well that I used to create all these meals, but I didn't. I I never had the passion to say I wanted to have a food business. I wanted to be in the food industry. Like it was nothing up until 2018. So when my friends say, hey, your food is good, like you should start a business. The very next day I created Rochelle's Creative Dishes. Um, He created the logo for me. And that's how Rochelle's Creative Dishes was birthed. And I just have been developing and building my business from that point. And I'm also coming up on my two-year anniversary. Well, that that's very exciting. So, I mean, you, you decided you wanted to do this. So tell me a little bit about, I mean, you, you basically said you jumped in the next day, but have you been always dreaming of this as a kid or, or tell me a little bit about how all of this came or it was just sort of like, I have an idea, I'm going to jump into it. So I never dreamed about it as a kid. Like, that's the thing about it. Like, I never thought about it. I never prayed about it. It was nothing that was a thought of mine. All I know that I like to cook. Um, I like to create amazing dishes and those types of things. But it really wasn't an idea up until March the 7th, 2018. It really was just a conversation um, that happened. And it was just a divine moment. And I just went with it. And the name, the way that the name came, I actually was working in corporate America at the time for Coca-Cola. And so the very next day, I just came up, I was uh, pondering through some other names and just came up with Rochelle's Creative Dishes. And then that weekend, that was like maybe like on a Wednesday. And then on that, um, that Saturday, I just started like selling individual plates. And it just started from there. That's really just how it developed. And so I want to take a second. I want anyone who's out there, if you look up uh, Rochelle's Creative Dishes, that's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E apostrophe S, a Creative Dishes on Facebook, you can see some of the photos and the dishes, like I'm drooling right now. I think it's uh, mashed potatoes and it looks like a rib of some sort and barbecue sauce and wow. And so... (laughs) Let's talk about that a little bit. How do you come up with the idea of your dishes? I mean, tell me about what drives you um, to create these dishes 
and sort of where your inspiration comes from? So my inspiration comes from, okay, so when I go to the, to the supermarket, I look for bargains. So I look for bargains, and it can be like those short ribs. I found those short ribs on sale, and I said, okay, I want to create something amazing with this, and I want to use wine. And so um, I kind of marinated the, the short ribs and um, cooked them in a nice, mer- I think it was a Merlot. Uh, but most of my, most of my um, recipes just come straight from my mind. I don't really look up recipes online that much. You know, sometimes I will just on Food Network, I'll go on their app and just kind of browse around just to, not to get an idea of the recipe, but just to look at more creative ideas. But most of my ideas just come from my own individual creativity, and I just take it from there. Well, and I really got to, one, give huge props because the way you've done your pictures, the way you lay out your products the photographs, I mean, it's real. You know, a lot of people just throw something up there. and But what you've done is you've really captured what the food is and, and you've sort of given it, you know, what is it? You know, here's one grilled salmon topped with a Cajun kale and shrimp Alfredo sauce. It's not just a picture. It's an actual description. So now I see what it is, you, you know. So I think it's Thank amazingly you. well done. Um, and I love another one. There's just you know, the meals lined up and how they go out and how you're sending them out. So let's really dive into that. So you've created the dishes and where is your business now and and sort of where do you think it's going in the future? So at the at, at at this point right now, my business is I'm growing. Um, I am a one woman show at the moment. Um, I have a, a 19, almost 19 year old son that helps me out from time to time. Um, it has been a journey, you know, doing it by yourself. It's been a journey, learning different things, pricing, um, marketing pictures and those types of things. So it definitely has been a journey, but at this point, um, right now, as of today, um, I believe that my business is growing. 2020 is going to be amazing for me. Um, I'm actually booked up for the rest of this month um, doing a catering event and a big birthday party. Um, And the vision that I see for my business is either a food trailer um, that I've had my eye on for the last two years or a um, a location. And also I enjoy doing uh, private dining. So I like, you know, doing those type of dinners where it can just be an intimate moment with the husband and wife or, you know, just some girlfriends together. So I love doing that type of um, work as well. So what is your, is there a favorite type of food that you like? Or are you like challenging yourself to new things? I mean, let, let's dive a little into that because obviously catering and stuff is a whole threshold of different possible cuisines and things like that. So do you feel that you specialize in one or you're sort of open to all of them? I'm definitely open to a lot of dishes. Most of the things that I do cater are just my own individual things that I've created. Um, but I'm kind of all over the place. That's why I'm, I don't mean that in a negative way, but I, when it, my creativity is a, a wide range. So when it comes to my dishes, it's just my creative, my creativity. And I do offer my clients, you know, the, not, I'm not going to say the basic, but I do offer, um, you know, different meals that may be, let's see, maybe more familiar to them. But I, and at the same time, I give my suggestions on some of the recipes as well. Yeah, I mean, one of them I've, I've seen on Facebook was the fried chicken and waffles brunch ideas you did. And, like, that's my favorite meal of all time. I think, actually, that's not true. Burgers are my favorite thing for some reason. <laughs> but fried chicken and waffles are definitely up there. 
And so, but I mean, there's the traditional things. And then I see a lot of twists on it that you do so well, but your presentation is just outstanding. And I mean, it's phenomenal. People don't take the time to do the detail that you're doing. I mean, I see one here, Cornish hens stuffed with vegetable risotto served with brown sage butter, roasted sweet potatoes, and sauteed kale. I mean, if you, the yeah. way you do it, and it's just phenomenal. So, one, it's understandable that if you know we can get you out there through help this podcast and get people to the site, that why wouldn't they um, come to you? Because it's just outstanding. It's a well-rounded package, and and I love what you're doing there in the presentation. So I think that's cool. But it's also it's you're not just doing the presentation for the picture. This is actually how you're serving it, and you can tell by the way that's done. So that's so spot on I think and it needs to be so real I think too many people today take Facebook or Instagram and they you know try to do what we used to do in television and media and spruce up the food and take a picture of it and it's not quite realistically how it's served and yours is exactly the way it's being done so I think that's so cool um so tell me a little bit about how you handle a catering event. If you're a one-woman show, do you actually need to bring in help for that? And you I do. I do have. I have. Yes, I mentioned my son, and um, when he's not around, I do have a support system. So I have a couple of friends that will come together, and that will help me. As far as the cooking part of it, I take care of all that. Um, eight. Even the prepping, I do the prepping and the cooking. So when it comes to the setup and anything that I may need. Um, you know, throughout the day or, you know, I may need some help. I do have people that will help me for the, but for the most part, the cooking, the prepping, that is all me, the creativity part of it. It is all Rochelle's created dishes, but I already know by the end of this year, I'm going to definitely need a staff. That's the vision that I see for my business. And that's what I definitely believe. And I also wanted to pick it back on what you were saying about the presentation. Presentation is everything to me because when I create the meals, those are natural creative, like the meals are just, um, really come from my heart. And when I taste them, I'm like, wow, like this tastes like this is like restaurant quality. So it's not just the picture, like you want it, the picture is going to, the presentation is going to match the, the taste of the food all the way. Any picture that's on my page, if you like that particular item, I mean, if you like that particular food, you will enjoy it. Um, so pre, like I said, presentations is everything to me. Um, if you, if you were to go, um, look on my, look on my Instagram page at my very first picture, like it was, not that good but over the over the year I just kept going kept trying I'm taking pictures I invested in a light I like invested in a new camera um I looked up some new things to do on my iPhone um taking my pictures so I have presentations is everything to me like it really is because it represents me well and I think what you did there is just it's a lesson number one but number two it is so key that we have social media in our businesses and food and beverage and you need to use it but in order to use it properly you need to invest in things like you're talking about a light and a camera and looking at different apps on your phone to help capture the pictures because if you don't you're missing an opportunity if you focus too much on the food but no one ever sees it you know that's one thing i mean the most important thing is for people to taste it but the way you spark interest and a curiosity to taste it these days is how can you get it out there on social media? It's a free way of advertising your product. So why not invest in it? So, I mean, the money you're saving by paying for investing, you can pay for a camera or a light. So I think 
that's just so amazing. So on that topic, I mean, what kind of other lessons have you learned over the last two years that you think might be helpful to someone else if they were getting into the, the food business or the beverage business? Oh, the lesson I would, the first thing I would say, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt it. Um, like I said, it was just a, a, a quick conversation that happened. And so I had to leap into it. And so just don't doubt yourself and also being confident in what you have and confident in what you're doing and confident in what you've been presented with. Like it, was, it has been a lot of up and downs for me when it comes down to pricing and am I, you know, am I offering this type of service or am I, um, my professionalism is always 100%, but sometimes when you see, you know, how other business are being ran and, you know, when you look at other people's prices and not not comparing, but you don't want to lowball yourself at, at, you know, you don't want to lowball yourself either. But for me, the lesson is that just staying diligent, staying consistent, keep creating meals, keep keep creating content, and just keep it moving. And, you know, like I said, it has been up and ups and downs when I look at the the positive part about it it has been completely amazing just and i won't change it from the i was i won't change it for the world and like i said coming up on my two on the two-year anniversary on the seventh it's just so much has transpired when i look at myself as a one woman show or you know um i'm like wow i have really accomplished a lot of things by myself in a two-year you know in, in a two-year mark so don't ever doubt yourself stay consistent even when at times when you may lose momentum at one point i did for a couple of months i lost momentum in cooking because I was just you know dealing with life but when I thought about when I thought about the gifts that I had in my hand and also I had oh I wanted to I didn't mention this but I was laid off from my from my job so that's what made me really go hard in my business full-time because I was laid off so you know at that point is either you're going to take what you have and push forward with it or go backwards and I chose to move forward yeah, and there's two main things I love about this, uh, Rochelle, is that one is your your energy and your attitude because you are also part of your brand at this point in your food life. Like, it's not yeah. blown up where you have many employees and, and even then you're still the face of your company, but right now your energy is part of your brand that you're building and yeah. the food that you're putting out there. And you can see it in the pictures. I'm sure you can taste it in the food, but I also can feel it in your energy. And I think that's huge. That's huge. And the positivity, right? Because positivity attracts more positivity if you look at the laws of yeah. attraction. So you're attracting that positivity to your business, which it may sound like this soft thing and you need to worry about money and you need to worry about sales and all that. But what you're doing is you're creating positive energy, which is building relationships. And that's more important than any sales you could ever do. So I, I love that. And, and I will say Instagram. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say through Instagram, I've developed so many relationships just from my pictures, like just from people. I'll post a picture and then someone would DM me like, hey, you know, you inspired me or your work looks amazing. Like, how did you start? And I was like, wow, they're looking at me and asking me for advice. You know, when I think about where I am, but that's what gives me the drive as well. I've connected with so many people over Instagram um, and people just in inboxing like, hey, I've seen your chicken and waffles. Like, I would love for you to do my brunch. And then when we connect 
it's the same thing, like this energy that you feel, the positivity that you feel just through this conversation is the same thing that I present. And that's just who I am as a person. I'm a very open heart person, a very positive person. And that's where my passion comes from um, originally is inspiring and uplifting and empowering people. So I definitely will um, continue to do that through my brand and through my food. And I love what you said, though, is you actually, Instagram is not a place for you to get likes or double tick click heart or whatever that stands for. People misunderstand this is an opportunity to communicate with people at a a grand level. Someone likes your post or likes your page, start there building a relationship. Thank you for liking my post. You know, hey, what's up? I liked you back. You know, whatever it is, you know, many people do it different ways, but it's not just about how many people like your photo. It's about the opportunity to build a relationship. It's a relationship building opportunity. It's not just how many people like me or like my product. And we miss that opportunity as entrepreneurs so much so I love that you just said that can I share something with you right quick absolutely Um, and maybe it was like a week or maybe a week or two ago I never played I never pay attention to followers like how many followers I have Um, but one day maybe about a week it has to be about two weeks ago I looked at my account it said like 990 I was like oh wow I'm almost to a thousand followers and at that time that's when I paid attention to it and went through my friend list like wow I have so many supporters that people that support me and I didn't even realize it so I celebrated myself when I reached a thousand followers not because of the likes and the comments but just because a lot of people support me a lot of people do I a lot of people that share my um, my content and I reach out to them they reach out to me or how can we connect or how can we collab so I, you know, I, and now I'm learning to do, because I wasn't at first a big social media person, but when I started creating my brand, I had to be. And so I, I love it now because I've connected with so many people. And like you said, it's not about the likes and it's not about the, um, the, the comments, but just the support that it gives you. It keeps me going. It gives me the momentum. Even some of the people that you will think like, wow, like their, their business is soaring. And you may think like little old me, but when they recognize you, it's a big thing to me. Like it's a big, it's, it's very big for me. And it keeps me going, especially, you know, sometimes you may feel discouraged or you may feel like your business is not flowing. But I truly believe that where my business is right now and how I'm developing is what it's supposed to be doing um, at this moment. How I'm learning different things and my connections is just divine. I believe everything is divine. So that was that's what helps me trust the process even more. Yeah, and I love that. And I think that it's just so important that you look at it's not about it. It's you're sort of looking at it as you're impacting people and through that impact, you're not trying to just get followers because it makes you feel good. You're looking at it as they're coming to you and they're liking what you're doing because you feel you're doing the right thing. And there's a big difference there. You're not feeling you're doing the right thing because of them. You're doing the right thing. And because they, you get it and you're not concentrating on trying to get them. You're just doing it organically uh, by being who you are. And the positivity we just talked about, they're being attracted to what you're doing. And, and, I think it's a huge accomplishment. I think the hardest things for businesses and people is to really build that first initial following on social media. But that's the way you do it is actually being true to yourself, helping people, solving problems or finding solutions, however you want to look at it and sort of giving people what they're, you know, what they want or what they need and whatever. And everyone wants a simpler way to food and that's what you're providing. So that's pretty cool. 
So thank you. On another note, um, one, you don't look old enough on the pictures to have a 19-year-old son, so there's that. But number two is I think that it's really cool that you're involving your son, and I think it's really cool that he has such a great role model for entrepreneurism, for um, the entrepreneurship that is is flowing through you and the entrepreneurial spirit. And that the amount that you're teaching him right now, and I think it's not something that can be taught in school. It's not something that can be taught through friends or, or other jobs. It's only something that can be taught by meeting someone or having a mentor that's being an entrepreneur because the lessons yeah. are so different and you're giving that to him. And I think that's just amazing for him, whether he knows it now or not. But it's something that you're passing on to him that, you know, he can go out and he has the ability and he knows it's possible because you're showing it to him. So if you don't mind, I mean, explain to me a little bit in the audience, I mean, how all of that works and and working with your son and what that looks like and and dive into that a little bit. Because I think there's an opportunity there to really show the audience of your positivity and how that generates to your son and the next generation. Of course. So I, I've, I've always been a single parent and I've always worked. So, I mean, he's my only child. So he's seen, he's, he has seen me work and, you know, work two jobs, working on the weekends and those type of things. So when I started my business, he didn't, you know, at that point, I didn't even take it serious, um, honestly, in the beginning. But when he started seeing like, wow, my mom is, you know, she's working hard. This is what she's doing. He started pitching in from time to time if I asked him to help me. Um, and he's, you know, he's a 19 year, I mean, almost 19 year old boy. And you just understand just being a single parent, not having, you know, the father figure around, you have to be that you have to be stern. You have to be focused. Um, and when he's seen me starting to go even more harder in my business, I can see the way that he started to look at me. He started to like, wow, like my mom is really doing this entrepreneurship, especially when I went full time in it. Because I remember him asking me when I got laid off from my job, like, mom, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I'm about to work my business. He's like, so you're not going to go get a job? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just go full forward. Um, I mean, go full force in my business full time. And, you know, I can see like he has that entrepreneurship um, spirit as well, because maybe about four years ago, he came up with an idea to do a t-shirt business. And from that moment, we started, we started the business. Um, well, I can say basically started it, but we, we did some things. He fed the homeless. He had a t-shirt, we had some t-shirts made and he's actually working on some things now. And so what I do, to encourage him and say, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to stop you from like, if you want to go get a job or whatever that you want to do, but entrepreneurship, like that's just in, that's just in me. And I want it for my son as well. So that's why I worked so hard to develop myself as a woman, as a mother, as a influencer, as a friend, so that I can be an example, so that I can leave a legacy. And so that people can see that, you know, your, your mom doesn't have to work hard on a job for the rest of her life to live the life that she want to live. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that because that's people that, you know, people have their own journeys in life. But for me, I truly believe that the path that I am, you know, that that is that the, the path that I'm on and the journey that I'm on is definitely going to open up a lot of doors for not just my son but other people in entrepreneurship um, in leadership as well because I'm a leader as well so it's going to open up the doors for so many people and I truly believe that 
You know, it's interesting, and I want to touch on this a little bit and then really take this full circle. What you said is everyone always talks about millennials and the, their work and that they see life differently. But it's interesting if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you've always been against the grain no matter what generation you are. Exactly. And exactly. And so it's really cool that he has that in him. And I know what that's like. You know, there's this thing inside of you and, and you feel different sometimes because the way you look at things is different than everyone else. And you have this urge to go do things yourself and you know, it's going to be hard. I mean, you never know how hard it is until you're actually in it. Right. But I guess that kind of makes us, it it's helps us. Cause if I knew how hard everything was going to be before I would go into it, I'd probably be, Oh, maybe I won't do this, but I sort of <laughs> had this thing that goes on in my brain. That's like, I just have to do it yeah. and I'll f- worry about how hard it is while I'm in it, you know, and how to get through it. But it's a really cool thing that you just said is because we sort of have a misunderstanding about things. And what, what is really true is entrepreneurs sort of don't go the grain. They don't get the stereotypical jobs. And that's like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, we learn to do things on our own and make our own destiny in a way through hard work and working for it. And there's less the ability of relying on someone else at the end of the day, if I'm not doing what I need to do and I'm not working as hard as I need to, or as smart as I need to, I need to learn a lesson so I can. And so there's a different rate of education, I think, in knowledge. And two, there's a different understanding of the world around us because we don't look to someone else to fix our problems. We go do it, you know, because we believe in ourselves enough too. So, I mean, and that's your positive energy right there and what you've passed on to your son. So one, I think, wow. You know, my first reaction to what you were saying was, wow, like you're, you're <laughs> yeah. an incredible woman. You're, you formed this entrepreneurial business. You've raised a son by yourself. And now you've taken those two things. And there's a third benefit, which is your son has this entrepreneurial spirit and desire to sort of do it for himself also. That's sort of starting to spark and, and going to be there because of the example you sent. So incredible. Yeah. And what I want to want to say it's definitely a sacrifice as well you sacrifice so much time you said you, you sacrifice so many things your time um like i said going into full going going full time into my business you know you talk about working you've been work i've been working since i was 16 years old so when you think about oh my gosh this red cardinal just really just flew in front of me right now <laughs> um you work it's like literally sitting here right in front of the car <laughs> that's so cool wow. <laughs> yeah, so you work so hard, um, you work so hard and you sacrifice so many things, but when you not when you're not expecting a paycheck to come in and it's just everything is on you, that's when a, a certain part of that whatever that is, that entrepreneurial spirit that's in you, like it it, it develops in so many ways because it's like you're, you're not you're not getting a paycheck every two weeks. Whatever that money income that comes in is coming directly from the choices and the decisions that you make, how I'm marketing myself. So that definitely has developed me a lot, Justin, like just sacrificing so many things and knowing like, you know, there was times in my business where it was slow. Like there was nothing coming in at all. And I started doing meal prepping and then meal prepping took off. And so I want to, I want to share with the audience that it's not always easy. And sometimes it doesn't, the, the, the resources doesn't always flow in, but when you stay diligent and when you stay consistent, you'll see that when you're not working, Worrying about anything or how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do that. You know, I truly believe that if you're in the right place at the right time, you speak the 
You speak those things that you want. You envision your business the way that you want to see it. You push yourself out there. You get on Instagram and look at different people that inspire you. Look on YouTube, Google different things. So that's how, honestly, how I've gotten to this place right now is just really just on my laptop, on Instagram, having conversations with people and just how I, I, I met you. I Someone just shared your post with me. And I was just like, hey, oh, well, I'll just do a podcast. So that's how things happen. So I don't want people to think that you have to start here. You have to start here. You have to have this. You have to have that. Just have the mindset and the mentality to say, you know, what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to move forward. And you'll see how things will just flow from there. Well, and you just kind of dove into the podcast. It was like you didn't even hesitate. I was like, you know, I saw the comments going on Instagram reached out, wrote you a message and, you know, you signed up, I think it was a matter of seconds of when you read it to when you yeah. signed up. So, I mean, that's impressive. Like, cause life puts things in front of you. You've got to grab them while you can and grab them fast because the faster you, it's not stupidly fast, but there, when an opportunity that sounds good, you want to go after it because that helps move you along your business that much further along in the future. Cause you're getting ahead of it, which I really, I thought it was awesome on your part and why I was so excited to do this podcast with you is because I could already feel the energy just by the interaction through social media and how fast you signed Thank up you. for a podcast. So I thought that was awesome. And the other part is, is I think there's really this cool thing that you're doing um, for, for your son and, and also the energy that you're producing for your clients and customers and the conversation that you just had about pivoting. I mean, because if you have positivity, you're always looking around for something positive that I think is so yeah. important to what you did. You were looking for opportunity. You weren't looking at it as, oh no, woe is me. You were looking at it as, okay, I have these issues. I need to do something about it. I have the control to do something about yeah. it. It's within me and I believe in myself enough to do it. And so you went and did it, which I thought was awesome. The other part that yeah. I love about what you said is there's basically, you don't need to have a physical mentor in your life. You know, that's important right. and what you're doing with your son, but you have mentors online and YouTube and podcasts and things that you can turn to, to sort of get the inspiration that you need. We have this whole world of social media and the internet that you don't actually even need to know your mentor and the mentor actually doesn't even need to be alive anymore you know if you're talking about books and all that there's all these resources yeah. so it's really cool so let me ask you a question um Rochelle who do you look up to uh and or who do you see as an inspiration in your life that's someone that's not immediate in your life but sort of someone you go to to find information for and does that person exist I guess is probably the first question oh oh um, I stumped oh, wow. you. Wow. So I, yeah. So I kind of, um, my first of all, first and foremost, my inspiration comes from God. Um, and I truly believe that, um, just the people that I connect with, the books that I read, the things that comes into my, into my life, whether it comes to a quote, whether it comes to a book, whether it comes to a relationship, um, I take what I need to take from that and um, apply it to my life the way that it needs to be applied and go from there. I really don't have to say per se one person that inspires me um, that much. I'm not, well, I probably do. I probably have a lot of people that inspires me, Justin, honestly. Um, but 
I don't have one particular one. <laughs> I'm just a very inspiring person. When I feel it in my heart and I feel it in my spirit, like I said, whether it's through a book, whether it's through a podcast, YouTube or anything, um, I'm inspired and I implement it in my life. So I think that can answer your question. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So next question I have is I'm going to take it back to the food aspect. What is your favorite dish or couple dishes that you've created recently that you are like, I'm so proud of myself that I created this and I love the taste and the texture and so on and so forth. Oh my gosh. So last year, September, I had the opportunity to be a part of black restaurant week and, um, I had to do 300 samples. I've never done 300 samples before. And so just to make that whole um, story, make that uh, a long story short, I created this 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 uh, dip where I use collard greens. So just how you will do a spinach artichoke dip, I did collard greens like that. And so I took the collard greens and, you know, put all the different cheeses in it. And I took some chicken and smoked them and shredded it and made smoked chicken no, I made collard green. How did I put it? Smoked chicken, collard green bruschetta. That's the name of it. And so, like, it's just like I put it on a little small bruschetta bread, put the collard collard green dip on the top, and put the smoked chicken on the top. It was amazing. So that's one of my favorite signature dishes. Um, I can't wait to set up somewhere so that I can, especially the people who love, you know, down south comfort food. They will just love that combination. Um, last week, I created a. I took a simple Raymond noodles, a pack of Raymond noodles, and made this amazing, like, soup. I had shrimp and cilantro and jalapeno peppers on it. So that's one of my favorites. Um, chicken and waffles is always my favorite. You can do so many different things with that. And also tacos. Tacos is my thing. I believe with tacos, you can just get creative with those. So I would say, like, my specialty dish where I really want to expose and get out there is my, my um, collard green dip and the smoked chicken. Yeah, one of the things I love about what you just said was you took some very traditional items, the chicken and waffles, uh, the ramen, the um, the bruschetta, and you put your own spin on it that's true to you, and you created something fantastic. So, you know, my takeaway from that um, and that I want the audience to know is that you don't have to go recreating something you just have to, or you don't have to create something new. You can recreate something that's really cool and true to you. So you can take traditional things and make them true to you. And we see a lot of that these days in food. But what you did was so true to you that I don't think I've ever heard of the collard green twist to it. And maybe it's out there. <laughs> and I love that. And the smoked chicken. Right. And the other part of it is, you're right, chicken and waffles. You know, there's so many ways to vary it versus just doing your stereotypical fried chicken or buttermilk fried chicken and waffles. I see people adding spice or different sauces and, and mixing it up and even changing the way the waffles are done. I recently saw the waffles made from a cornbread batter, which with jalapenos in it. And that was really cool concept. So I think to your point and what you said is there's so much out there. And when you are true to yourself and you're really creative in that way by recreating something, um, how much you fall in love with it as a person. I'm, I bet people loved it as well. Um, so I think yes, that's pretty cool. Did. Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about um, your learning experience because obviously you're teaching yourself as you go. And um, 
So tell me a little bit about how you teach yourself new techniques or teach yourself about new food. Is a lot of um, trial and error as an example? Or when someone comes to you and say they want something that maybe you haven't done before, how do you approach that? So I definitely start with Google. I do my research on it. Um, I have a couple of websites that I um, go on, like the American Culinary Federation uh, website. They have so many things for chefs on there, like different um, free videos that you can watch. Um, yeah, free videos, more inf- like information on different foods, especially um, foods for people that have different dis- I'm not going to say diseases, but like high blood pressure and those type of things. It gives you information to help you like when it talks about the, you know, different foods to prepare for that. Um, I read a lot. I'll go to the library and look up different books on different recipes or cooking with different meats. Like I didn't really know how to cook a steak, honestly. So I had to teach myself how to make a steak. You know, if someone may want it medium rare or well done, I had to, you know, get the temperature right on that. So my best friend is Google and YouTube, Justin, most like, I mean, off top is just Google and YouTube. And if I can reach out to someone and say, Hey, you know, or any questions that may need, I've connected with so many different chefs, um, in the industry. So I'll reach out to them when it comes down to like, hey, you know, I'm having this big catering event. Is there any information that you can give me? You know, this is for 50 people. Like, how would I, um, you know, just different questions. So I've learned just from mistakes and reaching out YouTube and Google. That's that's how I learn from my mistakes. And that's why how I educate myself as well. Again, there's just this huge resource out there and you've nailed it. I mean, you totally recognize that you have these resources there that are so easily available that, you know, people are so afraid to do something, but there's this whole resource where you can recall any information you want because most likely someone's done it before and you can recall it and then recreate it into your own thing or make it true to you. And that becomes your brand and your business and, and you add your own personality to it like you're doing in the positivity. So that's so important. So, my next question is this. What is your son's favorite thing that you cook or that you chef oh. up, that you creatively dish? Let's see. Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what his favorite is. I mean, I've been cooking for him his whole life, so I think he loves everything that I prepare. Um, and for the last, I would say the last six months, I've done a lot of different dishes that he didn't get to cook because he, he was out in um, San Francisco working at the time. So it's a lot of things that he hasn't tasted that you see on my page that he probably hasn't experienced yet. But I truly believe he loves everything that I that I cook. I don't know what would be his favorite. Um, <laughs> That's I don't know. fun. He never complains, obviously. So or, or it, Never. He, he, there you go. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Right. So, I mean, let's go down the road of if there's anything you'd want to tell the audience or anything that you want to share. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, talked about leading. You said how you want, you, you're just, you like to lead and things like that. And that's what makes you, got you into the entrepreneur. You sort of just dove into it and said, I'm going to do this and, and led forward. And I mean, to be a business, own a business and, and build a brand, you've got to either learn leadership skills or enhance the leadership skills that you have. So let's talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit. I mean, ideally, what do you value in a leader and what kind of leader do you want to be as you grow your business? 
integrity is the is is the main thing. Integrity, um, honesty, loyal, you know, and just someone that's just an overall people person like myself. When it comes to leadership, it's just the vision that you have for yourself and just knowing why you here, why you've been placed on this earth and your purpose. It's just it's just an evident I mean it's just evident that you just have to spread it, you know, and just it's so many people that's behind you and it may not come in the food industry. It may be something else that they want to do or their purpose, but just through trial and error and just through life journeys that you may go through in life, you can just, the leadership part of that is just, I can talk so much on that, Justin, because like I said, my passion is um, leader and, and just uplifting people, but leader integrity is the, is the main thing for me. You know, just being integral in just everything that you do when you prepare your food, when you have a conversation with someone, when you're handling money and just so many things, just being very integral and being humble, you know, and just being patient with yourself. Because sometimes you may want to get ahead of the process, but you can't do that. And that's something I definitely had to learn is to be patient with yourself, Rochelle. And as I've seen the way that things have been unfolding for me, even just talking to you right now, and it's just, you know, I didn't think that I was going to be on a podcast share. This is the first time I've ever shared anything about my business in this context ever in the last two years, but outside of people that knows me. So just having this conversation with you and me making that step and just someone sending me this and me just saying, hey, let me just do this. Like that is a big thing. It's, it's very big for me. So like I said, leadership is everything. And I just want to tell the the audience that whatever that it is, you know, be faithful, have faith in yourself, you know, just keep going, even though at times may feel things may feel that it's not working out the way that you think that they may be working out, but they are working out the way that they're supposed to be working out. So, yes. Yeah. And I, and I want to keep diving down this road because I love, I mean, you have great insight and there's so much there, but one of the things that I want to touch upon is what you just said, which is having the faith to go forward. And, yeah. you know, and Deborah, uh, my fiance, um, you know, and we talked a little bit before the podcast about my stepdaughters, but one of the things she always says is you have this vision, but you can't explain it to anyone, you know, and she's an entrepreneur yeah. also, but I know it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I have to do this. Like I can feel it in me. I have faith that I need to go in that direction. And often I'm not even 100% sure why myself. Right. You know, I just know I need to go. And so it's this weird thing and it's developed over years and and I have visions and I can visualize things and I can see where Mm -hmm. I want to go. And I'm always not sure why, but there's a lot of things that come up in those opportunities by going in that direction and following that feeling that create these amazing business opportunities. And the other part of it, the other part of it is what you said, which I loved is, there's a little bit of being patient and having the perseverance, right? Just because it's not going the way I want it to right now, doesn't mean it's not getting to me, me to where I want to go. And maybe where I want to go doesn't look exactly how I want it to look right then, but it's just then a stepping stone in the direction of still going to where I want to go and how I want it to look, you know? So it's this weird thing that happens and it is faith-based. It's, it's crazy because if you really tune in, you know, to your, to God in some ways, uh, to your inner mm-hmm. self in other ways, and then when you connect the two, sort of aligning your wills where he's got his and you've got yours, and yes. aligning them, you and you follow that, 
rarely does it take you down the wrong path, at least in my experience. And when I really tune in and focus on that and have the faith that I'm going to be okay no matter what and that I'm going in the right direction, I just need to follow it, even though I can't ever explain it to someone at the very beginning. I mean, I go through this all the time in our company. It's like, here's where we're going. I'm not quite sure how we're going to get there or why, but I know we need Mm -hmm. to aim in this direction. And so that's what you're saying basically. And it really, it really is just so spot on. And I think it's what leaders are, right? We never know what's in the future or what's going to be. We never know. Yeah. And the, and sometimes it's scary as well. It can be scary. It really can. And it has been very, there's been some scary moments for me that I went through a transition over the last six months, just in my personal life. And when I think about that, it's like, it it has made me so much stronger. It's made my faith so much stronger because it's like things that has happened. You don't foresee those things. You don't see them until they start unfolding. And the things that you experience in those moments, um, he's like, you know what? This is for my good. This is not even because anything bad. This is really for my good. The way that I had to go through this, the way that I had to move and make these type of decisions that some may be afraid to make. You know, it's just a, a sacrifice to move out of a place and don't have anywhere to go. And so that's a part of my personal testimony. But I have made some steps over the last six months that has that some people will think like, how are you still doing this? Or how are your business going? Or how are you how are you able to do this? And it's just the way that things has happened has been so amazing, Justin. It just has strengthened my faith. And it lets me know for sure that what I'm doing now in my business is what I really supposed to be doing. Because some people may think like, why won't you just go get a job? How's your business going? That's the same. That's the question I get all the time. How's your business going? Is it going good? Are you making money? Like, yes, everything is going good. Are you going to go get a job? Like, wait. <laughs> like, it's like some people just may not understand it, you know, because you think, like, if your business slows, then go get a job. But I feel like, you know, you know, things happen the way they're supposed to. And just having faith, um, that blind faith, the blind faith is what's amazing because you just don't know. But when you get to the end, to that next part in your life or that next season, you'll see why you had to like go through that or you'll see why things had to be removed in order for you to flow the way that you're supposed to flow. Yeah, so, yes. and you don't realize that you're in training for the next phase. You know, you're always in training exactly. for the next phase and your next purpose and things like that. You know, there's always the question of what's our greater purpose. Well, we don't know, yeah. but there are little purposes along the way that we're always preparing for, whether we realize it or not. And also making sure we have the open mindedness, the open heartedness to go in that direction, just like you just did with the podcast that took an open mind and an open heart to take that leap, right? It just came out of nowhere. And so it really just came out of nowhere. It was like a DM. It was like a DM. She was like, Hey, and I was like, Oh, let me go to his page. I go to his page. I seen something about the podcast. I went straight to your, to your calendar and just put, I didn't even look at the date. I was just like, Oh, I think I picked the first date and it was unavailable. And I just picked the very next day. And I was just like, Hey, and honestly, Justin, like I just checked my email like that. 1045 I was like oh shoot I honestly had forgot so this was nothing that I was prepared for this is just naturally this whole conversation is naturally who I am 
So to the audience, like this is, I just want to say like, whatever that it is, just go forward with it. And this is like nothing that I pre-recorded. He didn't give me any questions to like go over. This is just a natural flow. So that's why I know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it makes it so, it just makes it so joyful. And it just makes me excited to just even be sharing my story in this context. Like it's amazing. Well, and one of the things, and I don't want the audience to take this the wrong way, you've always made a difference in your son's life, but you're also following this goal that's making a difference in his life and in anyone, the future, any employee you may have. You've tweaked this attitude and life has prepared you for this positivity and to look at life this way. So he's just one of the many people you're going to have an impact on. And if you look at it as food is merely your vehicle by which you're helping people and helping people grow, you're taking it that you're producing food in an amazing way. But what it also is doing, it's allowing you to be this mentor to your son on a greater level than you already were before just being his mom. And also taking it to the next level where you're prepared to be that mentor to future employees that come in and people that need hope. And so that's Mm -hmm. where it's like, it's more than just, we got to stop looking at our businesses and being entrepreneurs as just, I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I want to go make a lot of money. That's not really what it's about. It's about one, you know, I want, I want to get out there and do something I'm passionate about and controlling my own life. But really, it's about how many people can I help? How many jobs can I create? How many people can I mentor? So when we look at it that way, Mm -hmm. and we look about it as it's bigger than us being an entrepreneur, it's bigger than just us trying to make money, that there's more to it there, and we create more positivity. And it's not about selling something. It's about building relationships and making an impact. Right. You know, food is the vehicle by which we do it, or beverages are by the vehicle by which we do it. Then we're actually making a difference on a grander scale. And then the money just comes because we're creating such value. And that's what you're doing and is I- you're creating such huge value. Go go ahead. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you. No, no, I'm sorry. What I want to say, and it also builds you as a person, like even just, you know, just everything that I've experienced in my business personally as a woman, as a mother, and just everything that, you know, just every day just developing, you know, I'm in my late 30s and, you know, just developing in life. It in through business, it has helped me as well. Um, it just yeah, it just definitely has been a, an amazing journey. And when I look at myself as a woman, not just a business owner, not just food or anything, just myself as a woman, as a mother, my business, my brand has helped me so much because it makes me look at things different. It puts you in rooms with different people that you have to level up. It's just so many things that you have, so many stages in life that it expands you in that, you know, you just, you have to, you have to grow and through that, you know, you help other people as well. They may look at things from different perspectives and you can, you're able to share those things, your experiences with them. And they say, wow, I didn't, I, I didn't never look at it that way. So how did you, how did you do that? And how do you do that? And sometimes the, the conversation is not even based around food. It's just personal, just your person, who you are as a person. And so, yeah. No, and you're exactly right. And it's, it's so cool when that happens. And it happens to me, you know, I've been doing this, you know, 18 years almost. Um, and even before that, my family's been in it and entrepreneurs and food and various other things before that. So, and I've been the entrepreneurial spirit since I've been three years old, 
couldn't even reach the pedals and trying to mow people's lawns, you know? So it's like one yeah. of those things. And I grew up on a farm, so that kind of came along with it. But one of the things that really happens is I'm constantly understanding different perceptions and seeing the way that maybe I need to look at something differently or more altruistically from other people's point of views because I don't see through their lenses in life and I don't have their experiences or their background or right. their childhoods or their education and so on and so forth. And when we really tune into that in order to help them, they're also helping us as you know, if mm-hmm. we say want to help people, there's, it's a two way street there. And if we're open to that too, you can't help someone unless you're willing to be helped yourself. I think that's one. Mm-hmm. It's just like leadership. I can't lead someone until I learn to follow first, you know? So there's mm-hmm. some of that as well. You know, it's the same idea, exactly what you're talking about. And so I think on a, a grander topic is sort of, when you do it for the right reasons and you look at it as an opportunity where your food bonds people and builds memory and helps people, you know, that's what you're doing. I mean, if we look at Rochelle's business, she's making food and doing catering and doing meal prep. Okay. That's her, that's what she does. But what she's actually accomplishing on a grander scale is she's bringing people together for memories. The food is by which she brings the people together to build those bonds, to have those memories, Mm -hmm. to do that. And that slight tweak in perception will change businesses. You know, people, when you're doing it for the greater good and you're doing it for the Mm -hmm. right reasons and you're going the extra mile because of it, you know, your positivity is one of those things. And it's just, it inspires me. You've inspired me today. Like I'm going to go back into my office and kick butt for the rest of the day. You know, that's... Go ahead. You inspire me as well. You inspire me as well. And I went and looked at your page. I looked at all three of the Instagram accounts. And I looked at just you and your um, fiance traveling and the the packaging business. I was like, wow. When I looked at the space, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I looked at all the just everything that you had going on. That inspired me as well. I say, wow, for me to reach out to this person and, you know, and, and do a podcast within days with him and just see what he has accomplished and things that he's working on. Like you have inspired me as well. And when you talk about being a follower, you I'm always a student, you know, even though leadership and that's within me, but I'm always a student and I'm always a follower for people that have paved the way. Because when I look at you and you and your fiance and just y'all traveling and doing all these amazing things and, you know, especially for food entrepreneurs like you you guys have inspired me as well oh thank you very much i i'm humbled i don't even know what to say i, I don't take compliments very well i'm one of those like oh okay mr shy i turn into this shy person behind the scenes you know but um i really appreciate that rochelle and i'm really i'm honestly i'm so excited to to meet you at the food summit and hear more about your business and have people i know and introduce you to people um you know, that's what really I get fulfillment out of. It's funny, you know, all the years that I've been in food, you know, the money's always been an attractive thing to me. But until I switched my mm-hmm. perspective, like we just talked about mm-hmm. and started doing it to help people, you know, and find mm-hmm. solutions and collaborate people and do the podcast, it's more rewarding now than it ever was. And it's just, and I'm more inspired than I ever was. And I'm more focused than I ever was. And I, And I have more faith than I ever did because, 
you know, I'm connected to everyone through the podcast and and through various Mm -hmm. other parts of my business. I just basically took the collaboration part of the business and all the food entrepreneurs I knew and I injected it with steroids. And, you know, here we are with the podcast. So now what I love is that now I want to take what I'm doing and what it makes me feel and empower all the food entrepreneurs on the podcast or who are out there through the summit to collaborate and do what they do with each other. And here's where I have a vision and I'm not sure where it's going, but I know that I needed to do the summit. I hadn't even thought about the whole idea yet or how I'm going to do it. I just knew I needed to do it. I knew it needed to be educational and, and inspirational, but I also knew that I needed to do it different than everyone else. It wasn't about tables or displaying products, and it wasn't about just a bunch of people selling tickets. If that was the case, I would have charged for them. It was more about how do I get all these people in a room? How do I get them to conversate with each other and learn from each other? And then even beyond that is how do I get them to take what they do and work with each other with their brands and maybe create products together or create ideas together or, or work with each other. And then, you know, we're creating this thing that's leveraging everyone in the same direction with a common goal of collaborating with one, each other, with Mm -hmm. one another for this greater goal of food and beverage as the vehicle, but the greater goal of actually helping people and helping each other. So, That's an amazing idea. Like, that is amazing. I look at it as only an hour and 20 minutes away from my house, and that's, you know, happening in Milledgeville. Like, that's amazing. I am so excited to even to meet you, to meet your fiancé and other food entrepreneurs that will be there. And when you think about just collabing with, with so many d- different people, collabing recipes and just so many things, I'm excited, Justin. I really am. Well, and thank you, Rochelle, so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. And my gosh, I've really learned about you like so much. And people <laughs> don't realize also this podcast is I get a chance to bond with you, but the audience is yeah. bonding with you also and getting to know you. So that's a really cool thing. And everyone in the audience, you just yeah. heard Rochelle answers her DMs and her emails and tries to communicate with everyone. So I encourage everyone to reach out to you, Rochelle. So will you quick give us where they can find you online and, and how they can reach out to you? Okay, so on Facebook, it's Rochelle's Apostrophe S, Creative Dishes. That's on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's Rochelle's, um, without the Apostrophe S, Creative Dishes. So Rochelle's Creative Dishes on Instagram. So I look forward to all my new followers and collabing with different people. I really appreciate this podcast and me being able to share my uh, my story for the first time um, with Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. Um, thank you so much for this opportunity. And you're very welcome, and thank you for taking the time to be on. And everyone in the audience, thank you very much for listening in. Again, the Food and Beverage Entrepreneur Summit in Milledgeville, June 3rd and 4th. You can find tickets on Eventbrite if you type that in. Uh, You can also go to Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Instagram page and click the link in the bio, and you can find tickets on there. Um, and we've switched the format a little bit. If you're interested, you're a food and beverage entrepreneur. Uh, We're an open book on this podcast. There's a calendar on there, as Rochelle just talked about. Uh, you can click on the link and schedule a time to be on the podcast. We have them open and out there. We're here to try to, you know, pass on the message and, and look at the greater good, as we just talked about with Rochelle. So thank you, everyone, for listening in, and have a great day. Thank you.